0: Still, it will take more than more than deeper understanding of ourselves and other to fulfil address rather to fully address the many issues raised by a more relaxed and tolerant approach to fidelity. Quote, the people I feel sorry for are the ones who don't really even realize they have any other choices beyond. The traditional option society presents, unquote, says Scott, who is a member of a long-term triad relationship with Teresa, a woman, who is also involved with Larry, <clears throat> whom Scott introduced to Teresa. While such a three- or four-person committed relationship have, by necessity, flown under the radar, until recently, So-called polyamorous families are thought to number about half a million in the United States, according to an article in Newsweek. Although Helen Fisher thinks people involved in such configurations are fighting Mother Nature by trying to confront their insecurities and jealousy head-on, there is plenty of evidence that for the right people, such arrangements can work out very well, for all concerned, even the kids. As Sarah Hardy reminds us, conventional couples struggle to raise a family in isolation might be the once fighting mother nature. Since Darwin, she writes, we have assumed that humans evolved in families where a mother relied on one male to help her rear her young in a nuclear family. Yet the diversity of human family arrangements is better predicted by assuming that our ancestors evolved as cooperative breeders. From our perspective, people like Scott, Larry, and Teresa appear to be trying to replicate ancient human socio-sexual As we've seen, from a child's perspective, having more than two stable, loving adults around can be enriching whether in Africa, the Amazon, China, or suburban Colorado. Layard Harrison recently wrote about his experience growing up in a house his biological parents shared with another couple and their children. He recalled, The communal household enjoyed a kind of camaraderie I've never felt since. I swapped books with my stepsisters, listened in awe to their stories of crushes, exchanged tips on teachers. Their father, imparted his love of great music and their mother, her passion for cooking, a sort of bond formed among the ten of us. Everybody out of the closet. An era can be considered over when its basic illusions have been exhausted. Arthur Miller Much of recent history can be seen as waves of tolerance and acceptance breaking against the rocky headlands of rigid social structures. Though it can seem to take almost forever, the waves always win in the end, reducing immobile rock to shifting sands. The 20th century saw the headlands begin to crumble under surges of anti-slavery movements women's rights, racial equality, and more recently the steadily growing acceptance of the rights of gay, lesbian, transgender, and bisexual people. Author Andrew Sullivan described his experience growing up both gay and Catholic as difficult to the point of agony. I saw in my own life and those of countless others. Sullivan recalled that the suppression of these core emotions and denial of their resolution in love always, always leads to personal distortion and compulsion and loss of perspective. Forcing people into molds they do not fit helps no one. Sullivan wrote, it robs them of dignity and self-worth and the capacity for healthy relationships. It wrecks families Twisty twists Christianity, violates humanity. It must end. Sullivan's comments were provoked by the twisted collapse of the publicly homophobic but privately homosexual televangelist Ted Haggard. But he could have been speaking for anyone who doesn't fit the socially sanctioned mold of his or her day. And who does fit this mold? Yes, self-hating gay televangelists and politicians need to come out of the closet, but so does everyone else.